0: Welcome to the Optimal Podcast. I'm Coach P. And I am Coach K. What are we talking about today? We're talking about masculinity. Masculinity. Online dating and strap-ons? Strap-ons. A little bit of strap-ons. You guys will find out when you guys get to that point. Yeah. I swear to God, I've never used one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sure. You know what? Like we say in the episode, if you have to continuously tell me, then it's probably a problem. This is a really funny way to start out the
0: conversation. <laughs> anyway, so we're talking
1: about masculinity. We're talking about alpha beta. Uh, we are going to also talk about online dating and, you know, the issues and, and ins and outs of the pros and cons of really kind of all of it.
0: Yep. And although, you know, we're very early in our relationship part of our lives uh, but we still feel that through our experiences that we have a lot to give here I mean, uh, I'm about a decade in so so look forward to uh, <laughs> a lot of good insights that we have when it comes to the whole world of dating and relationships and what you guys can do to traverse the path if you guys are having difficulties right now
1: alright guys enjoy so we're talking about masculinity which is basically the, the qualities characteristics of men right
0: but talking about men this day and age or we're we talking about men back in the uh, Cary Grant days uh, <laughs> Nice. Uh, perhaps perhaps what we, yeah, back in those days, what we perceive men to be or should be or are supposed to be? Something like that. Um, but it, this day and age, we we run into common problems of, well, masculinity is toxic. You don't want to be over-masculine. Don't call out that girl or don't want to be seen as too aggressive. And there's a lot of people nowadays that are actually putting masculinity under a microscope and scrutinizing it, that it could be dangerous and lead to all these problems, which I think is actually complete bullshit. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would
1: agree, and I don't think we're here to argue whatever this and that and how politics should be on masculinity. But I mean, here's my biggest argument, and I have these arguments with with any anybody from any type of political like background, uh, you know, from the the hardcore Republicans to the hardcore Democrats. It's like, well, you want to preach this all inclusiveness, right? But yet you don't want to tolerate this particular individual. This particular individual exudes what our classic definition of masculinity is, then let the motherfucker be like it, it, assuming he's not hurting someone like if he's just an asshole and punching people in the face like like uh like like bob menory talked about the shitbag titty fuck of the week the, the guy who, <laughs> who did the what what's his name in the nfl that spear hits everyone oh dick uh, or bullshit. Uh, i
0: don't know the athlete's name
1: but uh, uh, it doesn't matter the guy who, who spears a bunch of people in, in nfl games like if you're that guy then, then you're an asshole but if, and, if, and just to
0: put more clarification he does it on purpose he doesn't do yeah, it to make a play in the game he does it because he's an actual asshole he's had over five million dollars in fines but the, the point
1: is like if if you if the way you are is classified as masculine
0: then cool that we, can mean a whole bunch of things that can stand for a whole plentitude of virtues that are actually good for you to stand for such as being perseverant being objective and present in the moment being no, someone who can be brave but uh, as
1: stupid as this sounds it doesn't mean women can't be that too no so not of that course mind. i mean i know that um uh, you know it really depends on the context that we're talking exactly. about Exactly. And if you want to pull our words out of context and make them fit your narrative, go ahead. I, I really don't give a shit. Um, just, just, to it, just, to just a
0: quick note for you all. We Kyle and I are not anti-feminist by any means. When you actually look at the definition of a feminist, it's equal on both parts. So in reality, all people in the world should, in a way, be feminists, right? I am not against equal rights or equal pay or any of that oh, shit. What, what? what person really
1: is i don't yeah. think they're really i don't think any reasonable person actually is it's just that people read into what they want and they want to in my opinion they, they want drama they're sort of like well you said you know you made a joke one time back in 2004 and now like you're a, a horrible sexist racist bigot pig i'm like uh, uh, okay i guess um <laughs> no like
0: uh, yeah anyway so back to masculinity so being being a man in this day and age what a lot of people will scrutinize men for being is like, oh, well, he came on too aggressive. He came on too hard. Well, what about just being assertive in a responsible way or being kind, showing chivalry? Uh, we're, there's eh, there's so many different definitions of what it actually means to be masculine. When When I think of the word masculine, I think of being a leader in a relationship or in the house, being someone who exudes that type of confidence. But also with with tenderness as well, because there's the difference between a great leader and a conceited individual as well uh we there's you can have your own definition for this if you were to define it yourself coach K, what do you think it is
1: um, that's hard you know? i don't know that I have a definite definition uh you know someone who can yeah, you know, I don't know what my definition would be to tell you the truth. It would be somebody that who can you know, take the stand and stand up for what's right and all that all that wonderful stuff. Um, you know, I I'm more of a probably classic masculine type approach uh, for for the most part. Again, and when I say that, I don't mean um, you have to take charge in a relationship or you have to be you know you know if you're the man in a relationship like you're the leader and then you know the woman is subordinate or, or anything of the sort. That's that's not what I mean. No, not at all. Um, but you know, I, I believe that, uh, you know, for instance, somebody breaks in my house. It's I'm not going to send my wife to go punch this dude in the face. No. Uh, I'm probably going to go stab him with my K-bar or something or, or shoot him or, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> depends what I'm feeling at that point in time. You know what? I have a funny story about that. Um, it. <laughs> go for it. So this this uh, Jess, she's currently, uh, my wife, she's currently watching her parents' dogs. So she's staying at her parents' house, which is a couple miles away from our house because her parents are out of town, whatever so anyway i've got all the dogs and the animals with me and i'm kind of like drifting off to sleep I'm like I'm, I'm in that weird phase where like i'm almost in a deep sleep but i can still like uh, like things are st- i can kind of be aware of what's going on in the room mm-hmm. and i hear a loud noise so i kind of wake up and then i hear voices talking i'm like what the fuck <laughs> like i hear voices this is this is uh what, what's going on here um <clears throat> so i'm like all right so I just kind of sat there for a minute, and I was like, all right, well, there's still voices, there's still noises. Like this doesn't make any sense. It's like you know, 12:30 at night, there should be no noises in my house except for the air conditioning, and then maybe if the dog or cat's running around or whatever. But there's definitely people talking in my house. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna stab someone or something. So I uh, I went to grab my my nine millimeter. I was like, oh shit. Uh my dumbass left that in my car, I think. Or or I gave it to my wife or something. Actually, I think I think I gave it to Jess. because uh, she's over at the house. I you know what, I don't even understand the whole scenario though, but who cares? So I'm like, all right, cool. Um I'm out of twelve gauge shells. Shit. Oh fuck it. I Guess we're gonna go hard. And I broke up my AR-15. I <laughs> <laughs> okay, loaded it up, right? Put the mag in. Just like and I've got uh, you know, I've got uh, attack light, right? But it's a it's a really bright light on there, so I'm fucking silently cq being a close quarter whatever clearing my house Mm -hmm. right um just looking for all this noise and i find out her computer just decided to start making noise but it's weird because it's closed i'm like why the hell did this randomly start making noise so like i cleared my entire house because of that (laughs) yeah it was kind of it was like oh shit because i've had somebody break into my apartment when i when i was in college uh you know and i um whatever I, i loaded up the shotgun at that time and took guy took off running but i was like all right fuck man been praying for this shit that happens finally happening but uh it didn't <laughs> <laughs> we'll be be blessed and thankful that nothing came out of that well i guess <laughs> <laughs> um anyway but but the point is right? Like, if that scenario happened and jessica was in bed with me i'm not going to say, hey jess go grab the nine miller go check that shit out like no i i believe that it, that's my job
0: no like, yeah I, and mean, I, I agree
1: to, with you like you know jess you go you get in the closet Take them, take your nine. I'm gonna go fucking clear the house, and we'll call it good. Yep. um that, that's kind of my definition of masculinity.
0: It's usually the way you were raised. Like if if I were to give you an example of how I was raised, you know, my father brought up. Brought me up to be a very upright, confident individual. You shake everybody's hand. uh, You lead in the moment. You're you passionate about what you do. You work really hard, and you take care of your family. Like to me, that was that's classic Mm -hmm. masculinity in a way. But those are also the ideals that I hold true to myself. You know, I think chivalry is a really big deal when it comes to masculinity. Um, I when it comes to the leadership thing, I am not the kind of person who says no. The queen is behind me. I'm king and queen side by side. When it comes to a relationship, it's all about teamwork uh, and putting equal amount of work into making it work and taking on the world. Like it's, I've seen mm-hmm. it as a partnership. I think the, the big thing be. that people are getting after it nowadays is they see Bad guys do shit, and they call that masculinity. When really, that's not what we stand that's for. This is a all.
1: douchebag who did some bad.
0: Because it? if you were to describe a good person, then those would be all the attributes that we would see in a great man or a great woman, for that matter. Because a lot of great women have those same as, those same aspects as we do uh, when it comes to if you want to call that masculinity. It, it's as almost as if masculinity and femininity should just be thrown out the goddamn window. How about you just be a really great person? Just be a person um, but I guess if we want to talk, take it to another sense because we can take this another direction mm-hmm. and we can go okay what about the sexual energies in a relationship because I've actually read now no, hear me out like if there's a book called the way of the superior man I'm by like David I'm, I'm feeling like I'm going to need to leave the room you're talking about sexual energy <laughs> no he, hear me out I'll be back no. <laughs> Let me know when you're done? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, you get me on this. Some guys exude a very masculine energy sure. when it comes to sexual energy, and there are some some guys that do are more open with their feelings. There are some girls who are very open, very very feminine. And there's also some girls who are the complete opposite. They're a little closed off. Like that's it's it's very apparent. And I in reading this book, the way of the Superior Man, it talks about how. Most people need to find their opposite when it comes to those sexual energies. they because they because they polarize and therefore they attract. Whereas if you get something that it doesn't work that way for you, then it's going to be really hard to maintain that sexual energy and maintain that, I guess, that tension within the relationship in a short sure. way. Um, so, if, like. Classic, classic example. I've had relationships in the past where we definitely did not match up on oh, those yeah. masculine energies. There can be some people who make you feel like a good, like a great man in the relationship, and can do the things that sexually charge up your partner, and vice versa. It can go the opposite way. I've been in experiences where ee! it's like, okay, you want to be the dude, okay, you strap that on. Like <laughs> it's just not. That's not what I'm Wait, into. What? Okay, look, I don't choose my words right sometimes. <laughs> I don't know if you guys caught that or not, but coach
1: P was talking about letting I did one not of his previous partners putting on a strap on. That's no, all I that's heard. never happened before. Talk about changing in masculinity. We need to edit that out. We are not editing that out. <laughs> all I can think of is Deadpool. Um, <laughs> so how do we transition from you and strap ons? <laughs> We (laughs) gotta (laughs) change. Anyway, anyway. uh, So, masculinity in 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 my mind, some some people believe that uh, the man should always be the leader of the house and blah 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 blah. And this is this is what the man has to do. Which you know, again, to a point, like I just said in my story a couple minutes ago, I agree. Like, I'm not going to send Jessica out to go clear the fucking house. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. And plus, you know, she's what, five, four, hundred and twenty pounds. Like, and I'm I'm five ten, two thirty. Like, I'm I'm probably gonna do a lot more
0: damage than she will. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and plus I like breaking things. So, but I guess the natural transition to here, Coach K, would be the alpha beta phenomenon that we got going on. Because, uh, and I know you have an opinion on this. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Like, there's lots of individuals I know who, whenever we get into this this discussion, they're just like, oh, well, you you gotta be alpha this, you gotta be alpha that. You know, don't ever be a beta. It's like eh, this. And, you know, I have conversations with my best friend about this. We've talked about this is, alpha and beta they, they really don't exist you can exude qualities of those particular things in areas of your profession or areas of your life in which you have confidence yes. and then in areas that you don't okay then you're just not in that particular part well,
1: the way yeah I mean the way that you know we've talked about offline before is that we have uh, you know areas where we're gonna be more dominant and areas where we're not gonna be dominant for instance like if you know, my area of expertise is nutrition so if I'm talking to Jessica And I'm talking about nutrition. Like, I'm going to take the dominant lead in that conversation. Why? Because that's my wheelhouse. But she she works in finance. If there's a financial question or or scenario, she's going to take the lead because she has the education and that's what she does in finance. That doesn't mean I don't know anything or I don't put out my opinion in finance or she doesn't do the same thing with nutrition. It's just that you're going to take certain areas where you're going to be dominant. Like, kind of like if I'm going to talk to you about sleep – like I'm, you know, I might tell you my opinion. I might tell you what I read, but I'm also going to value your opinion as a dominant uh, source in that conversation because that's that's your wheelhouse. That's just what we do. Yeah. Um, There's no alpha or beta about that. No. That, I mean, that's just not being a douchebag. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and I think that there are a lot of people out there like, well, I got to I got to know everything. So I'm I'm what my way or the highway type thing. Like where you know if if <laughs> you're going to talk to me about sleep, and then I would try to. Chew almost i guess hmm, choose my words wisely i'm going to try to say strap on (laughs) (laughs) oh i wasn't that was nowhere near my mind thank you um yeah anyway um like i would not try to just overpower you with my knowledge in sleep um you know even if i knew something that you didn't or or whatever like that's just not the, the goal the goal of a conversation between you and i about sleep is to discuss sleep and then Come together, come to a consensus, or or, or whatever the or you know, whatever the conversation really leads. It's not to have a winner and a loser. Um, if it was a debate, then sure, sure. But I mean that that's a different scenario in itself.
0: Mm-hmm. So my main issue with the whole alpha thing is when people will say, "Oh, well, you reacted in this situation because you were a beta here, and that's why you lost." No, I I, I can't stand hearing that. It's okay well well, that guy has you know that guy must be an alpha because he's this 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 and this and he's proud and he leads that relationship and he does this and he does that and it's like okay well take a step back maybe alpha and beta is not the great way to put this maybe a better way to say this is someone that has great characteristics of a really great person someone who exudes confidence someone who is very sure of their own abilities and of their own capabilities someone who has a high level of self efficacy and they have a high value in themselves and high company in themselves company competency they have respect for themselves okay you can call it alpha and beta qualities all day long but really it's just alpha just simply means being the best version of yourself i think is what the definition should be changed to i I was actually listening to a podcast about this on my on my way to work today uh because this is the optimal human podcast it was not but uh, we're better Uh, But this individual was talking about how, you know, he, he can't stand the, oh, that guy's a beta and he's always gonna be a beta. It's like, no, that has nothing to do with the equation. Because a big problem I see with guys who call themselves alpha, Guys that have to call themselves alpha in a lot of ways, Coach K, you and I have talked about this, are insecure themselves. I agree. Like they have all the, you know, the reason why they try to control every situation is because they're unsure of what to do if they can't control it. Absolutely. And they have this deep fear of if they lose, then that's going to completely invalidate their self-worth. And that's the biggest issue I see with this whole alpha thing. They're some of the most fragile people that I've probably ever met in my life.
1: Yeah. And again, that that I think uh, to clarify at least the way I'm interpreting the individuals who you know feel like they need to talk about how alpha they are um, that bugs me you're not You're, you're really
0: not like if you need to tell me then you're not and I see that a lot throughout dating and we're going to we're going to get into the online dating thing too and when you say that oh I'm a super independent person it's like okay that's cool well why do you have to tell why me do you that do have to tell me that shit so when it comes to what you are you should do so by showing not telling someone that you're that way yeah if you have to tell someone that you're a certain way that means you've had problems with being that way in the first place and you've still got issues underneath that you're working mm-hmm. through to become that better version of yourself um, uh, I uh, yeah <laughs> now we're getting into the Flow. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no,
1: I, I completely agree. Like, if you're if you really have to just drill home that you are something or or whatever, then then you then you're not like, and that's okay. You don't have to be. Like, if I'm gonna sit here and tell everybody, hey, look, uh, I don't know, I'm I'm the expert in this, or I know this, and and I know someone. Like that, especially in the science world, that, that tries to exude his dominance in, and he knows everything. Like you bring up something, uh, you know, exercise science, physiology, whatever related, and he's got a comment, and he's like, "Well, I've done this and that and this." And this. Dude, shut the fuck up! He's arguing for the sake of arguing, exactly. Or, or you know, it's it's um, a lot of times I see with these these see p- people uh, we'll call them fake alphas um, that, that talk about this is that they will. Uh, They'll, they'll like guide in this, you see this a lot in political conversations. They guide the conversation to something they want to talk about. Like, uh, like, like in politics, you um, let's say if I say the border, or building a border wall is, is worthwhile. Oh, so you just think that, uh, you know, it's okay to be racist. No. No, uh, building a border wall is not racist. Um, the the wall does not have feelings, you know, or, or whatever it is like, you know, people will sit there and that's not a good example. I can't think of a good one right now, but they'll guide that conversation to it. Like if I'm talking about, um, you know, metabolism, metabolism, carbohydrate metabolism or exercise performance and the person brings up uh, eating, you know, I don't know, potatoes to lose weight. Like, I, what like what the fuck dude we're not even there like or, or they're going to talk about um you know losing weight in a different way hey nutrition is really important for losing weight you know what's really important for losing weight uh exercising okay cool that's not the conversation right now it's fucking nutrition and losing weight not exercising losing weight yep. two different fucking conversations so the, 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 my point is that they guide us to whatever they want to talk about what they claim to be their wheelhouse
0: Yep. it drives me nuts and the and one of the One of the things with this whole alpha thing as well that drives me crazy is in relationships. It's like, okay, there's, yes, there's definitely, you know, every every relationship is different from, you know, the male energy and the female energy. And yes, this and that. And yes, as much as I believe in standing up for yourself about things, I also believe that it can be taken too far as... Pointed in a way of manipulation like and i, I feel like a lot of alpha quote-unquote style style guys will try to set a standard of saying no this is what i want and this is how i need it to be and this that and this and that and although i'm not saying it's a bad thing to have standards i'm saying it's a bad thing to take advantage of others and manipulate into getting what you want and i feel like a lot of fake alphas tend to go that direction where mm-hmm. by saying this is how i am and i'm not going to change and this is what i want and this and that if they take advantage of a uh, eager person you can easily manipulate that person into being what it is that you want them to be rather than themselves and I've I've seen examples of this in relationships all the time where I'm like I can tell that that person is not being 100% who they are and that they're simply following the other person because that's what they want and they've dominated and manipulated them into thinking that they're not worthy if they're not this way and I've seen this so many times it's like oh god there's gonna be some resentment built there and it's gonna a crack one day and guarantee that's gonna to lead to issues in the relationship like did you would you agree with me on absolutely. that absolutely it, it um, you you <laughs>
1: With those people, I specifically talking about the individuals who set standards or set, I don't want to say standards, but like a certain way that they want things done or they want they, their expectations in a relationship. And if their partner is not meeting that and they just harp on them to meet those expectations, but eventually you're going to have to do one or two things. One, you're going to continue doing it and that person will eventually leave you and it'll, you know, crash and burn. Or two, you have to reevaluate your own expectations. That's right. Um, that, that doesn't, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you—if it's a partnership, there's compromise. And if there is no compromise with you in a relationship, then you're not in a relationship. You're you're owning a person.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know, I I was I was listening to something that was really incredible the other day that talked about you know when you're in a relationship or a partnership or whatever it is that you call it, and you face problems. Something that this individual said really stuck out to me. He's like, oftentimes people in relationships, they get so hung up in the moment that they forget when you're facing a problem that it's you two against the problem, not you versus the other person. And I feel like in this day and age, someone who is, I'm a type A alpha or whatever it is, that ego will instantly get involved and automatically think that they're being attacked and then go after the other person. Especially if something bad happens right there in the moment. And the only thing they can think about is how it affected them. They completely forget about how it could have potentially hurt the other person. So, and, and this individual in the video was like, you know, when those problems, are, when something happens, because it's going to, it's inevitable in all relationships, is to take a step back and breathe for a second, just remind yourself that it's you too against the problem, not you versus your partner. And when you take that perspective, it really helps you to work things out and come to that compromise a lot easier rather than letting your ego get caught in the equation. And I just feel a lot of, you know, quote unquote alphas have a lot of issues with that because they're instantly thinking that they're the ones being attacked. Yeah. And that it has, it always has to be about them. And that goes back to insecurity. Yep. Um, so let's uh, let's. I want to bring this up again because this is going to have a lot to do with our next topic in this uh, in this podcast today, which is all about the dating world now and online dating. I'm going to be very useless in this conversation, <laughs> but it also but you'll also be able to give uh, some insights into how it compares to how it used to be. Um, and this is the day and age of online dating. This is the day and age of getting on the Tinder, or getting on the Bumble, or getting on the Hinge and talking to so many different individuals at once and. A lot of it is due to the fact that, well, a lot of us don't have time anymore. And you know we're, we can become busier and busier, we're all doing jobs, we're all in grad school, and this is the day and age where a lot of hardworking individuals and young professionals are getting involved in this online world. Now, I see both good things and bad things to this and being through it, for a couple of years myself because I never used to do online dating until I got into graduate school. I, I, I never used it in Kentucky during my master's degree. I didn't even think about using it until I got into my doctorate here. And then I got into a serious relationship uh, off of someone, uh, with someone off of a dating website and then ended, ended up not working out, uh, went our separate directions and then started using it again and could definitely share some experiences here, but it's definitely not what it used to be. I
1: feel, and this is my opinion, and um, maybe it's because I don't really have that much experience with it. Um, I don't feel like there's a lot of positives with it. Uh, and, and let me let me explain the why is that, that I personally would much rather enjoy. Meeting someone, now, I understand it's kind of hard to meet someone if you're busy and so on and so forth. You know, shit happens. I get that. But, you know, meeting someone organically and be able to have that that connection or not have that connection. Um, and, you know, talk to them, see what's going on, you know, see if you guys share anything and, you know, build a relationship from that. Where I feel like online, uh, in my limited experience with it, it's more just i mean you're shopping for people and that kind of already degrades a potential relationship in my opinion that could start from that now i know people who've been married from that so yeah. i'm not saying it's not a completely 100 percent useless uh because it does work but i feel like it promotes uh, a lot more negative than good
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh again just my opinion
0: no and and you're absolutely right and that that's the biggest issue that I see with online dating is you pre- you're presented with all these choices, and it it just it becomes a dopamine game. You know, you you who's going to swipe right or, well, right on me next? Uh, how many likes did I get? How many how many messages did I receive tonight? And it, it becomes a social media thing. You know, you're just it's you're you're validating your own self worth based off of all these matches that you have, and half the time you don't even talk to any of them. And the biggest issue I've seen with it is exactly what you just said because you have all these options. Whenever you go on a date with someone, you instantly think if you find some little flaw here or there, oh, that's okay. I can just resort back to my dating pool and yeah, find someone that's potentially better. When in fact, you have no idea the potential relationship you could have had with that person had you done it the real way, gone through it, and actually went on more than one or two dates, Yeah, uh, which I think is the biggest problem. Now, like like you just said, though, a lot of people have found success, have found true love, and have gotten married and have wonderful relationships off of online dating. So do I think that online dating is useless? No. No. Not at all. Uh, Because... You never know what could happen if, let's say, let's say you get fed up and I'll I'll give my own example. I, and I was getting to the point where I was fed up uh, and I just, just got so effing tired of it because every time I'd come home, it's just be exhausting, answering all these messages, the same bullshit, small talk over and over again, when it really, the whole online texting thing takes all the authenticity, all the charm, all the, you know, emotions you would experience in person away from the conversation because you have to Mm -hmm. do it behind a computer screen. Um, but you'd never know if you might meet someone awesome. That could be something of great Absolutely potential, could. Um, and that's the one positive side to online dating: is it does offer you another way to potentially meet a really, really awesome potential partner. Like, and that's completely possible.
1: In my experience, like, uh, so Jessica and I, we, we we separated for like you know eight, nine months or something like that, and uh, I started using. Okay, Cupid, that's a one. Yeah, that, that, yep, yep. that, that is okay, one, Cupid. Yeah. Uh, so there, <laughs> uh, so there's two. I don't know. I went on a couple of days with, with with a few girls or whatever, and uh, there's two of them that kind of stick out. Uh, one, uh, I felt like I was like I was in grad school, and she was just like apparently was just starting college. Her profile said she was a little bit older than what she was. So I felt like I was just, uh, more of a mentor on the date. And it was just weird. It was like, you're just way too young for me. I'm just, I'm just kind of creeped out by this. Um, she had to look young in her picture. So who knew? Right. Um, and then she kind of like, Oh, well, you know, it's like, it just wasn't a good date by my standard. And she, when I was dropping her off at her, her apartment, she like grabbed my arms like, Well, you know, you want to come up? I was like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> i just it just like i don't know like and i think that was like the point where i started to realize that like i'm just not lessness if i was 21 that's a different story but you know i don't know how old i was at the time like 26 or something mm-hmm. um but it just i was just kind of getting it's like ah i'm good like this is just not gonna go anywhere there's no point another one girl she was beautiful right real nice we had a good conversation um took her out on a date and then she's i told you about this she said epic every other (laughs) word (laughs) oh my god that's so epic so epic and like she she was my age i'm just like looking at her she's like yeah i did this thing it was so epic i'm like holy shit okay yeah she's like oh yeah you know dropped her i was like you know we should call or you should call and we'll we'll set up another day he's like yeah left (laughs) <laughs> just done. Like, I'm just like I'm, I'm done with this shit this is just weird because yeah. if I would have met the epic girl in person I would have picked up on the epic and instantly wouldn't have wasted this you know $100 $120 I did on a date It sounds like a bit, I know <laughs> why
0: I, did you do that I, I
1: brought it back down to money and it was a waste of $120 actually oh. it was a good it was a good $120 story um, that's oh, about it and I'm all old fashioned and chivalrous
0: and will always pay for the first
1: date. But, exactly oh. it's just it, but like It, um, (laughs) yeah. I like if, if I would have met her before we went on a date, I would have picked up that this is just not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Um,
0: nice girl. Just uh, not for me. So, but yeah, online dating, but I, I will say this to its credit though. Like you, once again, you can meet really, really awesome people that way. Absolutely. You can get really lucky and meet someone really cool. And I think what we need to realize in this day and age is when you when you meet someone that you want to go out on a second date with, you know what you should do? turn the goddamn app off and actually give that one experience a chance to possibly blossom. Well, what if I want to keep shopping for cars, man? But then that's not how real life works. Oh, no, that's right. So Well, it, actually, you know, if you think about it, it kind of does. It, well, it kind of could, yeah. but because of the fact that there's 800 other choices in my little dating pool on the app. Gotcha, there's a, where there's only like maybe 10 or so. Yeah, yeah, the whole aspect of choice is giving too much freedom and not allowing you to actually, you know, look to see what that relationship could be because you never know. You could find more things in common after the next subsequent date so you can be like oh wow like that's awesome like that, I, I had a lot of fun with this person I can be myself with this person because that's ultimately the goal you want to be with someone who can potentially be your best friend that's the whole idea right yeah. Uh, yeah and you can definitely find that in online dating you just you got to give it a shot and then I think another big issue in dating nowadays is because of the online dating thing is let's say they get through you know the, the first two months or so and you know they all of a sudden, it's just, it's not, you know, it's not appealing to them anymore. Or now, for, you know, sometimes it depends on the person. It can yep. go one way or the other. But if it becomes hard, Open you know. Open up the
1: app and start shopping again.
0: <laughs> like, it, it requires effort. And people don't understand that anymore. When the first sign of trouble, what do people do? They go, oh, right back to the app. Okay, that was one thing wrong. Uh, it must not be the perfect thing that I'm looking for. I'm going to go back to the app. When we've all learned through, throughout our experiences that nobody is fucking perfect. It's not fucking Amazon people. Yeah, right? it, it doesn't work. You
1: can't just return and get a refund and then just go buy another
0: product. And you can't get another one delivered in 2 days. <laughs> you could actually. I'm pretty sure that's how those apps work. You can get delivered probably that day. Same day delivery. It's just my point is is when people get to the hard, they run away. When yeah. it's you getting through challenges in relationships is what can actually bring you closer together. What are you laughing at? Nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nothing. Just don't worry about it. Um, anyway, uh, I agree. People people are, you know, eh, you see all the memes online, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, yeah, people are, it's too readily available to find someone else. And people will throw away a relationship for literally nothing. And it's, it's kind of it's like, well, I mean, very, very shallow. And, uh, you know what, I don't have to worry about it because I'm married. Hey, unless she dumps me and divorces me and shit, <laughs> but uh, I don't think she's going to. So at least uh, I don't know. I haven't texted her today. Shit, maybe uh, maybe she is. She's probably at the courthouse now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll have episode two of online dating. Uh, no, but but the um, you know I, I don't have to worry about it. So I guess I'm a little biased of like meh. meh. Not my fucking problem.
0: When you use it right, I think it can be a great tool.
1: Indeed. Indeed.
0: Eh, Just like any tool. Just like anything. anything Just like Amazon.
1: Amazon can be used, you know, uh, responsibly. Most people don't.
0: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) What?
1: That's a different topic.
0: That's a really different topic. Um, Way too much spending on Amazon. But, uh, but no, but so that, that pretty much caps it off when it comes to masculinity, uh, the world of online dating um, the and strap ons and strap ons. if I, I, if I <laughs> That's the title of this
1: episode, masculinity, <laughs> online dating and strap ons
0: Coach oh, and feel free to agree with me or say your own sure. closing remarks. You know, if I were to conclude this entire talk in one way, it's. To be yourself and and to always strive to be the best version of yourself. I know that sounds cliche as hell, but you know what? In my experience, it's the cliche stuff. That is the absolute truth. If it makes you cringe, the time, yeah. If it makes you cringe when you hear it, that means that you've got some kind of demon inside you that's you know, you got to deal with when it comes to that kind of thing. So if if it speaks to you and you know, you've got some insecurities and you got to work things out or you're trying the I dating mean, world. Yeah.
1: Everybody has insecurities. I mean, that's another yeah, thing with the alpha people. Like, yeah, you, you guys have insecurities.
0: It doesn't matter if you're alpha, beta, whatever the hell you want to call it. You're a goddamn human being. And no matter what, you're going to continue to have obstacles and challenges in life. You're going to continue to have to grow and you're going to have to learn how to deal with it. And you're going to have to keep growing and becoming the best version of yourself that you can be. And that's, but, all you should be and when it comes to dating, too. Continue yep. to be yourself. And I'll say one more thing, Kyle. It's something that I heard uh, actually, I'll be it's Tony Robbins who actually said this. He's like, if you're ever in a troublesome situation with a relationship or with a job or whatever it is going on in your life, don't focus on what's in front of you as the problem. Look at yourself first. And see what you can do about yourself first before you try to change the other Mm -hmm. thing. So, for instance, if you have a problem with individuals at work or you have problems with your girlfriend or your husband or wife in your relationship, look at yourself first and what you're doing and see if there's anything that you can improve that might make the situation better. And for all you know, you working on yourself will indirectly also have a much better impact on those around you and make that experience much, much more livable
1: I agree. It's uh, Jocko Jocko Mm Willink. Yeah, extreme ownership. You know, uh, anytime there is an issue, whether it's at work or relationship, um, you know, look back back at yourself first. I mean, no problem that exists is ever really. I mean, maybe sometimes, right? Is ever a hundred percent one person's fault? No. You know, if there's an issue in the relationship, what the fuck are you doing wrong? No. If there's an issue, if you hate your job, why do you fucking hate your job? Well, they didn't pay me enough. Well, what the fuck do you do at your job? Oh, you sit on your ass and playing on your phone. Well, no shit. I'm not going to pay you any money. No. Um, so, you know, look at yourself. Self-reflection is huge. You know, taking ownership in in where you are in life and where you're going to go and everything that's happened is a big part. I'm not saying unpredictable shit doesn't happen. Of course it does. But you still have to take ownership in where you are and how you react. So something bad and tragic happens. Uh, something bad happens in a relationship, let's say your your significant other cheats on you, I'm not saying it's your fault, but how you react is still in your control.
0: And maybe look look back to the relationship on, you know, things that you might have done. Did you do something intentionally that might have driven them away? Were you on Tinder twenty four seven? Okay, well, that might be why. <laughs> He's joking. But, you know, how were you communicating? Were you being open to your other, your significant other's feelings uh, or other significant other's way of life? Like, I'll say this in my experience in past relationships where I'll be honest, one of the problems that I had is sometimes I was so focused on, you know, the way I was raised and what my likes were and what my family did and all that, that I kind of had this bias towards what it should be. And therefore, I wasn't open to what the other views or the other opinions or what other types of things the other person wanted to do when I got in later relationships and it was really eye-opening to look back and be like I really needed to be more open and this was mm-hmm. this was years ago now but I've I definitely think that that was one of the most valuable experiences I've ever had in learning when you get into a relationship you've got to be open it's uh, you know uh, we, we preach growth mindset
1: at Bryan University quite a bit yep. and, and that applies to all aspects of life uh, you know approach things but with an open mindset with a growth mindset meaning that you know your way isn't the only way yep. uh your understanding isn't the only understanding like everybody has their own perception of how the world works so be be accepting even if chris like you 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 talk to me about something that i completely wholeheartedly disagree with i'm still going to respect your um your stance on that because well i should right because you're my friend and that's that's just what we do yep. um <clears throat> And that's what you should do in your relationship. You should respect your partner's perception of what is happening in the relationship. If your partner is doing something wrong and maybe they're lashing out and, and I'm not saying that's okay, but there's probably a reason yeah. and
0: it might actually start with you. Think Very well could be. So just to wrap this up, you know, we had some really good stuff today. Uh, talked a lot about masculinity and what we see in today's society, the issues that coach Colin have with the whole alpha beta thing. And the whole thing with dating just be yourself pray and be blessed that you find the opportunity to meet someone who could potentially be your best friend and live your life the best that you goddamn can get married and then you won't have to worry about it (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys we had a great time today stay tuned for more episodes coming soon this is coach p coach k we'll see you guys later bye